welcome to episode 16 of Off the Crossbar. That was Kyle with our lovely intro music. I'm glad you caught that. Sweet 16, as it were. Oh, yeah. We've turned How should we celebrate? We should get our driver's license. I would love that. This podcast is now officially old enough to drive. That's crazy. Drive off a cliff accidentally. Maybe it's... Maybe it can drive that $64.5 million bus route. <laughs> I don't think episodes count as years, like technically. Whatever, really. man. Yeah. Tell it to the cops. I don't care. <laughs> okay. And uh, of course, we've got Trevor here in oh, addition hi. to Kyle. Yep. Not, not providing any theme music for us today, but we still like him well enough, I suppose. He's all right. Thanks, guys. So, uh,. If we turn toward our handy dandy our outline. agenda. Yeah, it would have been great if we'd said it all at the same time. That's true. All right, what time is it? On three, two, one, social hour. hour. Oh, social hour. Social, social hour. hour. It's social hour. I'm so happy that Matt put social hour on the on the document. Kyle, I want you to lead us off this time. Okay, so remember how that one time when I was like I went into quarantine, you know, not having contacts, not owning overalls, and I can't remember what the other one was. Drinking coffee. Oh, yeah. So, okay. All those things still... Yeah. Okay. You're right. Yeah. So, got a bike, moved almost exclusively to tea, including a very nice variety loose leaf tea pack, which is just delicious. Um got overalls, uh, got contacts, and I also got laid off yesterday. <laughs> Kyle, that seems like the worst of those things. <laughs> that is the worst of those things. It's just way funny. It's it's, it's honestly not funny, but I think it's way funny. Um, yeah, it kind of sucks, but uh, yeah, I wasn't expecting that one, you know, when I woke up on... Actually, I, I expected it the second I woke up on Wednesday because I had a cal- I had one of those calendar invites, you know? Oh. You, you hate to see those calendar invites. Yeah. And that was like, the calendar invite was way funny. It's Oh, it's gone from my calendar? What's what's going on? I yeah, wish they... I could read the... Uh, oh, no, it's still there. There are some org, org changes happening today. Let's sync up this morning and discuss. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh. I was yeah. like, oh, man. I, I think we know what that means. Yeah, so lessons learned. Um, don't let your company that get bought by private equity. I know everyone has a huge say in that. But anyway, so, yeah, that's about it. That's the only lesson I learned because I don't think I did anything wrong. Oh, I'm sorry, Kyle. That's a bummer. Hey, man, Agreed. it's cool. Um I think it'll be all right, but I uh, got some decent severance, so I'm going to be pretty bored, and I can now focus on my uh, long-term goal, which is off the crossbar, obviously, making this oh. my full-time job. Um, uh-oh. Really excited to see where you yeah. go with that. <laughs> got this handy-dandy uh, check right here oh. that I'm going to be living off of, so... Yeah, pretty sweet. Got, I did go on a really nice bike ride yesterday. Found Good. some new neighborhoods over here. So, uh, yeah, you know, it's it's uh, it's cool. But yeah, so you know, if you uh, want to give me a, jo- I should go after that uh, that sixty four point five million dollar bus job in Ogden because oh, that's yeah. pretty sweet. I would move to Ogden so I could ride your route. 
Yes, I, uh, I'm actually yep across the street once or twice a so, day. So yep, Maybe I'm going to be more. commuting. Yeah, so that's Depending that's what's classes, new with so. me. Um, uh, what else? I accidentally agreed to go play soccer tomorrow at 7 a.m. in Lehigh. So oh man, probably going to mistake. Why would you probably going to probably going to con- consider figuring out how to get out of that? Uh, say you've got a cough and fever. There's like, yeah, that's the that would be a good idea. It's my friend who like wants me to work with him at some point, and like oh. his his boss is gonna be there. So like, I'm like, oh, maybe I should go, but I won't be on my game in any sense of the word tomorrow morning at seven a.m. So, I mean, you could go smoke up the field with your soccer skills, but yeah, absolutely right. Anyway, so that's that's me, Trevor. What's really new with you? It. I see that jersey you're wearing. That's that's nice. I got a, I got a nice new jersey. Can you see it? Can you yeah, tell tell us tell us about the jersey. Yeah, you're uh... going to turn off the zoom now. <laughs> that's pretty aggressive there. The a little you, aggressive. But you showed us that badge. Yeah, it's uh, I got a cool new jersey from uh, a cool club that's been around for oh shoot, I was going to do math real quick and it wasn't going to work. Ninety five years in this state. No, they've been around since uh, 1925. Haven't you heard? Uh, I think it was 1925. I could have the date wrong. It was a while ago. Yeah. But I like it. It's really nice. It looks very sharp. It is very, it feels very sharp. I was worried that it'd be mm-hmm. like a real, you know, like when you go to like Ross or some like thrift shop and you get like those cheap mm-hmm. knockoff, like made in somebody's backyard, like soccer jerseys. That's what I was afraid it would I be. I do that all the time when I go to Ross and get somebody's made in the backyard soccer yeah. jerseys. Anyway, I was worried that it would be like one of those. It's not. It's legitimately like comfortable. I usually don't wear like soccer jerseys or like team attire like outside of the house or outside of like a stadium, but I would definitely wear this around the town. I really like yeah. it. It's cool. It's a nice jersey and it, it honestly kind of annoys me that it's a better looking jersey than like what RSL can like get. Most yeah. jerseys. Yeah. And it's just Andy just did a pre sale and made some jerseys. And like yeah. I have to I have to look at this jersey that's better than the RSL one. It's so annoying. <laughs> like why yeah. is that why is that a thing? But oh well, whatever. Good question. It's because Andy has design freedom. That is true. <laughs> he has um, the freedom to go to some other jersey manufacturer and be like, hey, can you make this? And they'll be like, yeah, sure, we can do that. Whatever. There's no deal saying that we have to design this in-house and just give you two or three templates to choose from. It's really cool. Really cool. Pretty dope. Um, but anyway, Matt, what's new with you? I know you put this on there because you had something in particular to share. So uh, over the last two weeks or so, I've gotten really into Sudoku. Uh, Great. I've heard about this. I've I've spent countless hours already, not just playing Sudoku, but also watching (laughs) videos of uh, one person in particular solving Sudoku puzzles that are very difficult and very entertaining. Um, So I'm on a little bit of a puzzle quest right now, and it's it's been quite exciting. Nice. Uh, I like that. Go look up Cracking the Cryptic on YouTube. Best best YouTube channel you'll see in the next six hours or so. That is the normal uh, window of time in which I'm searching for YouTube videos. So, yeah. and I do rank them accordingly to these six six hour windows. Yeah. The cracking the cryptic. What? Who? Who are these men? What's the? 
This Sudoku tells lies. I uh, that one's pretty good. What, look, look for uh, Miracle Sudoku. I think it's called <laughs> Miracle Man's Thermo Sudoku. Uh, not that one. Okay, they have multiple miracle. Yeah, it's a particular class of Sudokus. Oh, yeah, they get the... super con- so. Wow, what's what are all these like lines going on on the, the Sudoku puzzle? Um. So one of the interesting things is they'll implement other rule sets, like, uh, like say, the chess move rule set, which is oh, a number can't repeat boy. within a, a move of, like, a knight or a king in particular. Okay. okay. It's, uh, it's fantastic. And there's some great apps, and I've played a lot of Sudoku over the last two weeks. A lot. That sounds thrilling, Matt. It's incredibly thrilling. <laughs> I'm making fun of you, but like, I found a video. This is the most exciting thing I've done on YouTube. I do like wait. I spend way too much time on YouTube, but the most exciting thing I found on YouTube, yeah, especially lately, right? Weird. Yeah. I found a guy that uh, is in Spain, and I used to play drums like a lot, like a lot, a lot, a lot. I don't play drums nearly as much anymore, but like, it's still super interesting to me. It's still a hobby, and I found a guy that has like this new technique that I've I'd heard of like years before, but it was one of those. that's like, that's silly. There's like 400 ways to do it better than that. So why would anybody work on developing this technique? Well, this guy yeah. did it and he's phenomenal. Like it's incredible yeah. stuff. Basically he has like a, a, for anybody who cares about drums, he has a single pedal and with his right hand, what he does is he's got a, a floor Tom on his drum set. And that's the only Tom he's just got a snare and a floor Tom and the floor tom's tuned super low so it sounds kind of like a bass drum and he mm. just alternates between his right hand and his right foot with the bass drum and he just does it at like insane speeds so it sounds like a double bass pedal oh, oh yeah okay so instead nice. of just getting a double bass pedal which is what everybody else has done for the last 20 years he's just yeah, going to deal with a single pedal and it's incredible he has a whole bunch of covers that he does on youtube and he like breaks down all of his techniques and yeah, it's it's incredible. He Does he doesn't do any, like black metal uh, bass beat or uh, blast beats. Not so much that because here's the other thing. <laughs> he truly believes that like because there's like drum covers all over YouTube. Like there's all kinds of people yeah. playing the same songs and they just play it like to the record, which is like fun for some songs, but really silly for others. And he truly believes that like you should play if you're going to put a drum cover like on YouTube, you should put your own thing on it. You should play it how you would play the song rather than like play how they played it and so obviously with his set he's got a snare and one tom so he can't really play exactly what's on the record for like anybody because everybody uses more than one tom but he so he does his own style to it but he plays like avenge sevenfold he plays like dream theater he recently did paramore he did uh like a system of a down cover um for like byob and it's all incredible he's got the fastest hands i've ever seen and I've seen thousands of drummers with really fast hands. Anyway, oh. super cool. That's what I found recently. I'm going to see if I can oh. find his name because it's in Spanish. And I'm going to butcher it for you guys real quick so you can look him up. Awesome. Give me a second. All about butchery. <laughs> oh, no, I even forgot what his name is. Hang on. I'll find Kyle, him. I think it's your turn to tell us what you've been watching on YouTube. On YouTube? You know. Or binging otherwise. The uh, majority of my YouTube stuff is pretty much uh, like political videos, but uh-huh. outside of that, 
Carly and I have been watching Succession, which is fantastic. Oh. I, you know, I don't know if you're familiar with the subject matter, but it's like, it's like this super ultra wealthy, powerful um, media conglomerate family. Um, like they have like this family dynasty or whatever. And it's kind of about like the balance of power and the dad is like, has like a brain hemorrhage so they think like he's giving up the company to his son but like he doesn't want to see his like kingdom like lost on him so you know it's uh it's actually super interesting i uh, it's on hbo it's directed the episodes are directed just like with a lot of series they're directed by different people it's produced by adam mckay who did like the big short and vice okay. and um what else did Adam McKay do? All those those movies. Um, and Will Ferrell, oddly. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so we've been watching that. And then um, next up, or now that I have a lot more free time, it turns out, I'm just going to like watch all of Avatar The Last Airbender again because oh, it's yeah. on Netflix and it's a masterpiece. So um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it my way just just those i've been playing a lot of fifa still my you know this last couple weeks were um fifa ultimate team syria ah team of the season even which is kind of weird because of like covid you know so like that's kind of like a weird balance of which players are getting you know team of the team of the season i got a pretty nice romelu lukaku card which you know trevor would be appreciative of and i bought a ronaldo card as well so uh things are looking pretty good i got weekend league this this coming weekend so we'll see how i do i'll report back next time please do and uh that's it can i ask you a real quick question kyle yes why would i specifically appreciate the romelu lukaku i don't know man you're like a Serie A guy so (laughs) oh okay who knows really he he plays for the Red Milan, right? No, he doesn't. That's he plays no. for the blue. Uh, That's right. He, he plays the, the other one. Yeah, he oh. plays for the blue Milan. Yeah, but he's really right. good. I I dig that. I do like it because I like him, but he doesn't like. He's never played for a team that like I support or anything. So I was wondering. I'm why surprised. I'm surprised black players still go play in Italy, but you know. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't a, wasn't a great year for uh, or last you know, and by year I mean decade and probably century. It's, it's been a while. Um, speaking of that, did anyone has anyone been watching Bundesliga because it's back? No, I've got a really stupid confession to make. I w- yes. realized that I was still paying for YouTube TV even though I hadn't used it for like two and a half months because that I is pretty much so stupid only watched only had it like for sports and i've got espn plus for some soccer and i thought that bundesliga was on espn plus it's Mm -hmm. not but i canceled my youtube tv and i kind of put my foot down on it and was like i'm gonna cancel this until baseball is back i think is what i said to myself i just made myself a rule and now i'm sticking with it and because Mm -hmm. i canceled it i don't get uh bundesliga so Dang. I, I okay, definitely well, should just turn it back on, but whatever. There are streaming options. Um, yeah, but it's know. Fox. Have you ever tried to stream anything through any Fox product ever? Oh, yeah. you said Fox. I thought you said the F word. Oh, no. Uh, I didn't want to have to hit click explicit. But. Sorry, no. No, it is Fox. And Fox Sports Go or Fox whatever product that you're pushing now 
they are all mm. trash. They've never ever worked, yeah. and they all are garbage. This, they yeah, I actually every year have and never improves. I actually, yeah, their apps are horrible. I uh, I actually have TV, like by TV, I mean like cable or something for the first time since I lived with like my family, ah. and it's because I don't have a choice because like the apartment complex I live in forces me to pay for it with my internet and so you know it's actually pretty nice when it comes to sports i kind of forgot so you know maybe for all you cord cutters maybe it's time to uncut that cord you know come back come back to the fold watch tv the the way god intended (laughs) you know bring the baby back in with the bathwater. what and have to watch commercials I mean, when it's soccer, like, you don't ever really watch commercials and not yeah. more. Or just close your so eyes just, and then you don't have to see them. So you're just trying to get me to watch soccer? Yeah. Not like I mean, TV cable shows. What you should do is pay a lot more money to live in some overpriced apartment complex, and then it'll come with TV. So then you can be like, I'm getting my TV here for free, and then it'll feel good, and then you can watch soccer for free. That's what I do. Yeah. That Got it. Good. See, I don't do that. Oh, I, okay. I pay extra to watch soccer, and I made the decision to stop paying extra like three weeks ago, and I'm just deeply mm-hmm. regretting it. That's all. Uh, Premier League back soon. You see June that 12th, June right? June seventeenth. Seventeenth. You excited, Trevor? I know you love Premier League. Oh, okay. I I don't have any problem with the Premier League, like <laughs> as an institution. I think it's fine. I just think it's like Premier League is definitely the league that. Like freaking a, suckers watch. No, 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 no. It's not. It's nothing All to right. do with that or the quality of the league. It's just that they're the most forward about coronavirus stuff. I feel like, and they have released all their plans, and they've been talking about how they're going to be testing people like twice a week and making sure they're on top of it. Every single round of testing that they've done has found like three or four people that have all tested. Yeah, they positive. got more people today. I think, and that's before they've even played any games. So like. We're going to keep talking about this later on, I'm sure. But how do how yes. are the players like totally okay with this? And just like, yeah, let's go expose ourselves to coronavirus, obviously. Yeah, what's, what's interesting is like following like the, I mean, I, they're obviously not going to do it this way. But like when you think about like the NWSL model that they're going to do, um, a lot of people have brought up the point that it's it's potentially safer for them to do it this way than to even just be in their own home markets, just existing and training. Um, but yeah, we can get into uh, actual soccer, local soccer stuff. Should we do that? But no, I don't know what's, what's next on the dock. Oh, I just saw on the agenda, we're going to talk about an athletic article that has a quote from a prominent player representative that talks about that. I just haven't seen any of that. Maybe I haven't been paying attention, but I haven't seen any of that kind of talking coming from Premier League players. And I would expect if it's coming from MLS, it should also be coming from Premier League because I'm sure they have similar concerns. This has been a pretty rough uh, couple months for the Premier League. I feel like they've got some players getting some pretty uh, gnarly trouble. You know what I'm talking about? I can't remember yeah. which one you're talking about. Now. I, feel I can't like remember. There's been... something that I've definitely heard about, but I don't know what you're talking about. Well, Tell us yeah. in, Kyle. W- one player, yeah, one player was like, like sexually assaulted someone and got arrested or something. Um, another one had like, um, like right at the peak of the coronavirus stuff, like right as it really started to like 
was in full swing um had like a bunch of like prostitutes over or something oh, <laughs> and like yeah, i remember reading about that. was it am i was it kyle walker or am i making that that up it may not have been anyway i, I feel like kyle walker was in the news recently for something i feel the like all of came our... to mind for me was moise keen um he had a it, house party it... with lap dancers and got fined like a hundred thousand pounds recently okay yeah um it was kyle walker you were thinking of <laughs> nice um i feel like american players a- athletes in general have been pretty good i think i mean we have i don't, I guess i don't really know maybe it has also something to do with uh rudy gobert being like the first american athlete to get it and all the leagues taking it super seriously but yeah i haven't really heard of anything too crazy with that with uh players here other than I mean, sad stuff like Carl Anthony Towns, the NBA player, his mom died of coronavirus, oh, no. yeah, which was horrific. Um, yeah. And but I haven't really, and some players got it, obviously, but I think everyone is fine. Patrick Ewing, um, he got it, but I think he's out of the hospital. So really? I wow. thought it was just diagnosed like three days ago with it. I thought that was really recent. Am I just well? I think they ago? announced it three days ago, and he's uh, okay. already out of the hospital. So. Um, I don't know when he actually got in and was hospitalized, but yeah, he's he's back back home. But I mean, I don't know. It's been pretty. I mean, other than like players speaking out against against certain things, it's been pretty mild here as far as what players have been doing. I think. Who knows? Yeah, I guess my concern is not really a concern. My just argument, I guess, would be just with the idea that like it's safer to do it, have everybody all in one space. I get the idea behind that. Like speaking about mm-hmm. the challenge cup, I get the idea behind the, that argument, but it, it's really one of those, like it only takes one mm-hmm. kind of scenarios where like, if one person gets sick and you're all in the same area playing games on the same field or fields and all staying in like a dorm or a hotel kind of scenario, like if one person gets sick somehow, comes to the place with being sick and doesn't know it until they've been there for a week it's not a better scenario it's not a safer scenario you know what i mean so yeah i don't know that i buy that but um yeah i want to find the uh nwsl thing i was thinking of but i know i'm definitely the pessimist in this whole coronavirus scenario i mean i get it it's just like there's so much like pressure, downward pressure to like do something that like it's kind of inevitable in 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 some ways. Like what's interesting is like the NBA especially, it seems like they've been the majority of the NBA like players association has been pretty adamant that like they got to figure something out like ASAP. So um I don't know, it's weird. So the NBA I'm pretty sure is doing that like Orlando thing. I thought they were still okay. I'm not keeping up with the NBA at all. I'm going to defer to mm. you, but I thought the NBA was because there was the NBA, the MLS, and I think um, there was one other league that was talking about going down to Orlando and just having X- XFL. Was it XFL? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think I think Orlando was talked about as like a hub city for um, MLB to, do, or maybe I'm crazy i don't remember but i thought there was one other league that was talking about orlando um being like a hub for them continuing their season and i thought somebody was brought up the point that 
if you have three different leagues all completing their season in like one location, like how is that also the same no for everybody? I have, it, I have not. no idea. It, I, I, I don't understand. Um, I would buy that argument once you start bringing entire leagues of people and stuff. Yeah, so I don't know what – the only ones I'm really listening to are obviously NWSL because they're all coming here, um, and then MLS and NBA. And I haven't really tried to – I haven't really paid much attention outside of that. But I – the NBA seems to be dead set on Orlando, like no matter what. Um, and then I, MLS still doesn't feel – I mean, I guess we can go – we will go through that athletic article, but like, um, I don't know. I, the logistics here, the more I like read about it, the more skeptical I am, but I don't know. uh, Are you clipping your fingernails, Trevor? No, why would I? No, of course not. (laughs) That did sound kind of clippy. Am I, am I making noises like I'm clipping fingernails? Yeah. Okay. Well then I will, whatever it is that I am doing, which is not clipping fingernails during the podcast, (laughs) do it further away from the microphone this has to be like the height of our professionalism right here <laughs> i realized no, legitimately i started clipping my nails and like halfway through it i realized <laughs> the last time i clipped my nails was the last time we recorded a podcast like two weeks nice. ago nice it's a good habit just to get in <laughs> the clippers uh... are just sitting right next to my <laughs> podcasting station and that's, i was like oh it's a good I routine clip my nails nice all right Apologize for the nail clipping sounds. Hey, you know, it's just fine. you know, keeping up on my hygiene, I guess. I guess no one's gonna see you, so I mean, they kind of will. Kind of find the thing I was like, somebody documented out this NWSL thing where they were comparing like what it would be like to put them all in here versus the home market situation, but I can't find it. So maybe, hmm. yeah. Anyway. So let's uh, let's talk the MLS proposal, kind of what we've got the latest on. Mm-hmm. Um, the big thing is that it's still in discussion in Orlando, right? And there's still concerns from the uh, MLS Players Association. Does anyone want to read this quote from? I'll let you reveal the name, but from I'll an read. athletic article. I'll read it. Okay, go. We have 730 players in one hotel, and they're all interacting, Lorenowitz explained. This is Jeff Lorenowitz talking. Um, They've said we'd be wearing masks and social distancing and things like that, but we are all humans and mistakes can be made. Once a positive test happens in Orlando, then what happens? How are we tracing that? How are we keeping everyone safe? We're not going there for a conference. We're going there to make physical contact, to breathe on each other. That's my favorite line in this. (laughs) It's a good line, but it's it's the – whole like point of everything is like you talk about social distancing but you're talking about social distancing and like being safe when the whole point of this is to get 22 guys closely interacting for an hour and a half or two hours so like like i said like if if one of them gets sick and goes and plays a game without realizing he's sick he's gonna get a lot of people sick especially with it when half your first 11s out of the game like yeah, our owners going to be happy with that? Are fans going to be happy with that result? Are they going to still tune in? I mean, I guess we'll see, but like, I don't know. I've accepted that it's going to happen, but I'm, I mean, <laughs> that they're going to play games. That's what I'm saying. But yeah. like I said, I know that I'm being super pessimistic about it, and I'm sure it gets very old. But I can't see this whole thing playing out and like going a hundred percent perfectly. Like, there's going to be some serious hiccups, and looking back on it. I think a lot of people are going to be, they may not think it was like 
the wrong thing to do, but there's def they're definitely not going to do it right. You know what I mean? It's not going to be the safest. They're always going to be something that gets messed up and somebody's going to be really upset that they went through it. Yeah. I'm, I'm sort of bracing myself for them to start this and then have to pull the plug. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like what happens if that's the case, if you get halfway through it and then teams are just like, we've got too many guys that are getting sick. We're going to go home where it's safe. Cause obviously it isn't here. Like what do you do then? Our team's going to forfeit. Are they going to be fined for forfeiting? Are they going to get point deductions or on next season or whatever punishment scheme they come up with? There's going to be like something that happens, and it's going to be a problem. So yeah, of... oh, go ideal. on, Kyle. No, I mean, it's it's weird to think about this because I mean, even the the right preparation isn't isn't being being done because i think that this is likely especially in other in indoor sports especially but like there's a very good chance that through like a second wave of this thing which we know is going to be coming um that this is going to have implications for not just like financially for next year but actually like what the potential for next season even being like the feasibility but being able to be played so i i don't know it's just it's weird it feels very short-sighted if like we end up like, you know, going back for what two weeks of games, a bunch of people get it. And then that's just it. And then what does that mean for next year? Like, do they even try doing this again? Like, I have no idea. It's, it's wild to think about. Agreed. Um, So, so what happens, I think is my other question is what happens if, like major players decide they're not going to come. Like what appeal does MLS with its lopsided roster structuring have? None. This is the problem with the NWSL as well. Like they are talking about the challenge cup, but they've already been reports that some players or players as a whole just may not be required to come, especially us uh, women's national team players they may be able to just sit the whole thing out. And if they don't want to go, if Kristen Press decides she doesn't want to play games, like who's going to turn up? Who's going to watch those games and think that we're doing anything for the right reasons? You know what I mean? I think there's going to be some players that probably just say, you know what? I don't want to risk it. I've got a family. I've got a family member that's um, at risk and I don't want to put them at risk. So you're going to have a couple players. I feel like that are just going to sit it out and, they're going to have a fight with the league. And it's just, it's not going to make anybody look good at all. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, when does NWSL kick off? The Challenge Cup? I think it's June something. I'm sure we could look this up if only we had access to some kind of. I don't know anything about that. Search. I'm looking, I'm looking. Challenge Cup, NWSL. June 27th. Google. Yeah, and it goes for... Yeah, it's, not, it's not until the 27th. That's interesting. Um, I'm curious to, to see... As well. I, I honestly think that, like, Premier League... I mean, it seems like whatever the experiment for Bundesliga has gone, has gone fine so far, right? Is that fair to say? I don't think any more players have gotten it. And not to say that we're in the same shape as uh, Germany and how they've handled the whole thing, because um, right. I think that, that definitely sets them apart from places like the UK and the United States, especially. 
Um, but even then, like they did have some players get it pretty early on. I haven't heard much about it since then. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm yeah, I'm curious to see what happens. It's a big difference between Germany and the state that they're in and England and the state that they're in and Italy and the state that they're in and the U S and the state that we're in. Like uh-huh. you can't look at Germany and be like, Oh look, we can play soccer again. Everything's fine because their last two months as a country has been handled completely differently from all three of the other countries I mentioned. So yeah, just because it's okay in Germany or it's at least not that bad in Germany, it doesn't mean yeah. anything for England, Italy, U S or any other think- country that's planning on bringing soccer back soon. I think the first couple of weeks or three weeks of the Premier League is going to be a huge uh, um, test because um, obviously the UK is a lot more dense than the United States, but like I think that it is going to be a similar example to see how potentially it could be handled um, in a more comparable situation to ours. So yeah, I'm really curious to see, to see how that goes. Did uh, the athletic article talk about when the soonest they could be playing MLS would be? Uh, not this one in particular, but uh, I know they've thrown around a bunch. I mean, yeah, that's, that's the weird thing with the MLS thing is that I feel like it doesn't seem to be getting really any closer with MLS. Um, I feel like a lot of MLS stuff is getting vetoed pretty heavily, but who knows? I don't know. Oh, uh, should we briefly talk about how uh, Don Garber called out the athletic? (laughs) Yeah. That was the most classic like example of like MLS PR. I know he's like a huge baby about people leaking. Dude, Don Garber and, uh, Craig Weibel, very similar people, it turns out. <laughs> oh, man. Just like the last 10 years, MLS has been like begging to be covered by like any sporting anything, just begging for coverage. And anytime they get coverage, they love it. If they're ever on ESPN, like top 10, they promote mm-hmm. they promote it so hard on Twitter or so Even hard if on it's- Facebook. Luke Mulholland hitting his head on the, the crossbar. <laughs> it's not top 10. If they make it onto ESPN or something like that, they love it until ESPN mm-hmm. is says something like, oh, MLS is a joke league. MLS or until break. they actually do some reporting on, on the league. Like they <laughs> yeah. like the, until they, they love the highlights. Kind of negative that puts the league in kind and of a bad light. Then they're like, oh, you guys can't do this. This is, this is unreal. Especially with the at the athletic when it's such high quality like reporting, oh, <laughs> that yeah. they're like, like actually not- no, don't. I, we wanted we wanted publicity, but not not journalism. That that's bad. Yeah. Sounds about right. Uh-huh. Silly stuff. Absolute so, silly stuff. I, I think July is the earliest, but uh, let's see. Teams are currently targeting an early June arrival date. So I think there'd be a, a period of of uh, full team training, and then uh, from there they'd go on to to uh, matches at, at some point, I suppose. Probably, I think they said three weeks, right? That's what I they were so. asking for. Like that's what all the players were asking for. Like as a minimum was three weeks, and at an ideal oh, yeah. scenario, like six weeks. But yeah, and it was Caleb Porter that came out and said that on a, in an interview just yeah. yesterday, a few days ago. Yeah, and there have been 
have there been some teams that have gotten back to like full contact training yet or not quite? Uh, certainly Real Salt Lake hasn't. Cause I know they, I don't believe MLS is allowing it yet. Okay. Cause from here's the problem, like with all these different leagues starting up, I mix the news up from all of them. So I know, um, but at some point they've said, basically you can start individual workouts, which I think pretty much everybody is doing at this point. And then I think they said, you can start doing like groups of five or something like that, depending on the state, if the state stay at home orders will allow it. So that's the last that I remember for sure. Is like you can do slightly larger groups, but yeah, I don't think there's any team in MLS that's doing full contact training yet. And if you're asking for three weeks, three to four weeks of preparation, I mean, we're in June on Monday. So yeah, July one is, up. I mean, it's like every other target date they've given out. It's uh, ambitious. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. I don't think anything's going to change between here and two or three days from now that suddenly all the teams are going to be back to full training. <laughs> and then they're going to be able to get yeah. their three weeks in or whatever it is. Right. Um, so here's one thing about the uh, proposal that distresses me slightly. Uh, the league has uh, apparently indicated they would schedule matches at 10.30 p.m., 8 p.m., both pretty reasonable Eastern times, and then 9 a.m. Eastern. 9 a.m.? That's not a typo? Bro. A.m. And Why? Meridian? Why? Oh, we're losing Trevor a little bit. That's uh, that's what we like to call bad, folks. Yeah. hate to see it. That's uh, I mean, I... I I will wake up at 7 a.m. to watch soccer, but uh, I won't be happy about it. Why not start at 11? <laughs> Midday, Orlando's son, apparently. Of course, oh. you know, Orlando's played plenty of games midday, and we've played games in Orlando in the midday, and it's terrible, but but now it matters, which, I mean, that's good, but 7 a.m. How would you feel to be a player uh, to be told to start carbo-loading for a game at 5.30 in the morning? Let's ask uh, Kyle about that, considering he's <laughs> maybe playing some soccer. You want, yeah, something funny that I was just thinking about the other day. Um, I was listening to this podcast, and they were talking about uh, about weird fast food places. And um, you guys remember Fazoli's and when Fazoli's was a thing? <laughs> yeah. We went to yeah, Fazoli's so, like homecoming my junior year or something. It was one of the worst experiences of my life. That's <laughs> hilariously sad. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Yeah, it was not not a not a good time. Fazoli's for homecoming, dude. We were all oh. like dressed up, like nice, and like tuxes, with like boutonnieres, and all that. Fazoli's, <laughs> dude. dude. It's drive-through Italian, dude. Oh, that's we went, we went in and like sat down. No, it's legitimate. Like Kyle's not exaggerating. It's... Ours looked like microwave, like. TV dinner trays, like that's what it was. It was Beautiful. so bad, dude. Oh my gosh. Okay, that's so funny. But the reason I was thinking about that is because when I was in high school and before I knew, I was like a celiac guy. I, uh, we used to carbo load at Fazoli's the night before game days, which is so funny because it's so gross. Yeah, it's just like, and also there's like 
what's the correct situation in which you'd be eating drive-through Italian? Because it seems weird to go get drive-through Italian for lunch. Um, you know, you go a little early. It's like eleven thirty a.m. Get get some spaghetti to eat in your car. <laughs> so gross. Perfect Oh man, I still can't. I can't believe you went there for a dance. That's so funny. I want to make it clear, like this was a, a girls' choice dance. I said homecoming. I don't honestly remember what dance it was, but I was asked to the dance by a girl. It was the girl's decision oh. to go there. I had no say in the matter. I just went and tried to have fun. <laughs> and she took you to Fazoli's. Yeah, it was like a big group. We had like, jeez, oh, this was probably like six or seven couples that all went there. Dude. I've seen like people go to In and Out, but it's kind of like an ironic thing because like you know, but like yeah. it makes more sense to go to like like an American like fast food, like get a burger and fries. Like that's like there's get like some food. like there's some like like Americana allure to that. But going to yeah. Fazoli's for <laughs> a dance, dude. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Fazoli's dude oh what what a restaurant honestly um I saw like uh, around uh, around Mother's Day they had like some Fazoli's was doing a lot big social media campaign that was like you know get your you know for Mother's Day dinner maybe you could do some takeout from Fazoli's and that's like truly like what you get your abusive stepmother like (laughs) you know that's that's insulting yeah. If I tried to Fizzoli... like, give my mom Fazoli, she would throw it away. <laughs> anyway, so. Like, no, no thanks. Oh, Fazoli's. Anyway, so carbo loading, won't be doing that tomorrow. Won't be going to Fazoli's because I don't think we have them in Utah anymore. And also, I don't think 7 a.m. to go play soccer. 7 a.m. I, I did get new cleats. I got new cleats, boys. Oh, let's see. Um, let's see him. Uh, okay, you guys stall. I'll be right back. Okay. Oh, it's going to stall with something that will interest Kyle. So, uh, oh. Yeah, that couldn't possibly interest me. Uh, it's about gluten-free pizza. Oh, speaking of gluten-free pizza, where did I go the other day? There was a place that I went that was a pizza place, and they advertised gluten-free crust for, like, no extra charge. And oh, I meant to, like, tell you guys about it, and I'm sorry. I don't remember where it was. Yeah, it's usually an extra charge. Yeah. Extra two, three dollars. That's the thing I saw, and it was like gluten free crust. Just ask it to, like no extra charge, zero extra dollars. Ooh, I was where? Like, oh, this is the, this is what I'm telling Matt. I don't remember. Wow. I went to lunch like a week and a half ago to someplace, and is it Domino's. It is it was sure contacts at Banjo. It was okay. not Domino's. You guys ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's see these cleats. I usually, I mean, I try to go for something a little understated, so I went for, right. something, for a real neutral <laughs> color. Oh, yeah, beautiful. Yeah, you're for, you're those, oh, right I whipped out a neon orange soccer boot. Is that the... Adidas. Hold on. Adidas. Me... Oh, it's Predator. Okay. 20 plus. They're laceless, and they got these little spikes, so I can bend it like Beckham, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah, literally the brightest cleats I've ever seen. So, trying you to get smoke up the field with your soccer skills. <laughs> Absolutely, I go. Oh, I have another f- little funny story to tell that's uh, soccer related. Um, but I will say, getting cleats that actually fit was super hard mm. because I normally like when I, you know, big sneaker guy, got a lot of shoes. I normally wear ten and a half. 
I have bought like five different pairs of cleats and returned them and finally got these ones. These are 11 and a half and I never wear even like an 11 very rarely, but I had to, I had a 10 and a half in these and 11 in these and then finally got the 11 and a half and they actually fit. So that was weird, but, uh, pretty, pretty funny story. So yesterday, you know, your boy had just been laid off (laughs) um i'm just like oh this is weird um just just got laid off and i get a text that says hey kyle this is coach martin i heard you i heard from nate that you moved next to grace lutheran school if you look through your windows from 3 30 to 5 you'll see me practicing with a girls team so like my coach from like all the years growing up uh texted me (laughs) And said huh. to look through my window to see him, Not and I knew well. I thought that that was him practicing out there. But yeah, that that led into him asking if I wanted to be an assistant coach for a U nine team. Oh, which sounds fun, but kind of scary to commit to, seeing as I just got laid off. So we'll see yeah. uh, what happens with that. But uh, yeah. I went and hung out with my old coach yesterday. We we chatted it up. We smoked it up on the soccer field. We. Uh, had some fun but yeah it's it's nice having that little soccer field right behind my apartment even if i creepily watch my coach uh, coaches teams every day from 3 30 to 5 is that the grace uh, lutheran church and school off of 9800 south ex- yes you live nearby <laughs> thank you for doxing me i live in, I I live in dox you i want to make that perfectly I clear myself, yeah. i live in an apartment complex so whatever do with that information what you will you'll never find me i'll um, never find the apartment complex yeah i live i live on like i live south. no you'll find my apartment complex you will never find me within this complex oh, i'm just gonna go uh, and yell your name over Kyle. and over don't you yeah, worry about that what's what's funny is like um I live on like the uh, old Catholic row over here in Sandy. There's like five Catholic churches and schools like right here. Oh. Uh, like, wow. But, yeah, uh, you're not kidding. Yeah. They're all just lined up right over here. It's cool. I guess they got a nice little soccer field that never closed down because it's private property. And so they uh, never chained up the nets or the basketball. Oh, hoops the nice. That's the secret. So next time there's a global pandemic, including the one we're currently in, and then second wave, if you want to break the law um, and hang out on a playground, you can go to any Catholic church because <laughs> they usually have playgrounds for some reason. <laughs> Not going to dig into that one too much, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, anyway, so what's what's new with, with what else? <laughs> that was that was I feel like that was like an extended social hour. I mean, yeah. We're um, still on social hour. Come on. Yeah, to, right? to to extend the social hour even slightly more, I did make a gluten free pizza dough. Dude, on nice. uh, Saturday, I think Saturday, okay. uh, and it was super easy. And I'll send you the recipe. I would love that. Um, what did I? Oh my goodness! I went and got some. Uh, I got ribs yesterday. So Carly Ooh. went back to work this week. So um, she had been having a really good time not being at work and been like, she went full like cook mode. Like she was making all these new things all the time. So oh, yeah. it was my turn to step up to the plate yesterday 
or wait, was that yesterday? I don't know. But we got ribs from Trader Joe's. I mean, maybe it was like two days ago. It was Tuesday. Oh, this was actually before I got laid off. Okay, so this was Tuesday. I uh, made some ribs and I uh, got, you know, rubbed those. I rubbed them right, as it were. And uh, we had some really good ribs from Trader Joe's. So that was uh, my contribution for for the week. And uh, yeah. You cooked one meal and that's your contribution for the week. Dude, she is so good at like making delicious meals that like I feel embarrassed to even try. So, but that one was good. So I was very successful in doing that. We should do an off the class cooking class. Oh, should. That'd be a great idea. My roommate and I, um, during the quarantine, we kind of started like not outwardly challenging each other but like kind of challenging each other like we would make something throwing down gauntlets yeah pretty much like we would we would find a recipe and then we would tell each other like what we're planning to make and then we would make it and then the next day whoever didn't make it like had to find something and like make something better or different or so we just like kept trying new things all the time and just like hey what do you think of this like just basically making dinner for each other every other night it was fun. Nice. That's it's very cute. sweet. But now I'm back to work, so I don't have time for any of that. Mm. I do. I just, I'm really tired. Yeah. That's makes all. Makes sense. Yeah. I did I'm make tired. a rice porridge for dinner tonight at Kongi. That okay. was super easy in my rice cooker. Took hour and a half, about two minutes of work. It's funny you mentioned that. That was one of the first things I made during quarantine. That was one of the things that like I'd been wanting to make for a long time and just never had like an hour and a half to devote to boiling rice. And then I stayed home for quarantine and I had all the time in the world. And it, yeah, it's delicious. Like it was way better than yeah. I thought it was. I didn't even like, you can like fancy it up with um, like whatever you want to put Toppings. it. But yeah. But, like, all different kinds of top. I was going to go with, like, a breakfast theme and do, like, bacon and eggs and stuff like that on top of it. Oh, that'd be tasty. Ended up just making just straight congee just for lunch and just had that. And it was delicious. Like, I just boiled it in chicken broth instead of water. That's all you need. It was really, really good. Yeah. Boil it for an hour and a half. That's the recipe is a whole bunch of chicken broth, some rice, and then boil it for an hour and a half. Yeah, you usually do, what, like a 10 to 1 ratio? I think I did six to one, six or seven to one, something like that. Cool. Okay. Should we talk about the NWSL challenge cup? Yes. Sure. Trevor, do you want to fill us in on this one? Oh, I have not been paying nearly as much attention as I should have. Sorry. (laughs) I don't know that I'm the one to fill you in on this. Oh, Trevor. I mean, I can give you the gist and we can dive deeper into it. A whole bunch of. Yeah. I'll fill in the gaps from RSL Soapbox. Great article by Cindy Lair. Perfect. She would know way more about it than me. <laughs> yeah, she knows more about it than all of us. Yes, that's for sure. So anyway, the Challenge Cup is end of June. Um, all the teams are planning to come and I guess stay at the uh, RSL Academy complex or somewhere near it. And yeah, At least that in hotels. Yeah, but they're all staying nearby they're going to play the games at um what do they call it now the monarch stadium zions bank stadium that's the one zions bank stadium um play the games out there and yeah they're planning on just from what i understand they're making it not a world cup style tournament but like they want to make it like a tournament rather than try to squeeze a whole season in because i think they've realized that's not going to happen smartly 
So they're just making it just a month-long tournament with all of the NWSL teams coming to Utah, staying here, and just doing it for a month um, so that they're to try to satisfy the keep everybody here and keep all their family away, um, but not for a huge length of time. And then, oh, what was the other thing? Oh, uh, no fans. They're not going to do it in fans, but they are going to stream it on, I think, CBS. So they were going to CBS do CBS All Access, yeah. Yeah, their online streaming thing. Home um, of Star Trek Picard, Star Trek Discovery. <laughs> watch watch both of those. They're great. Somebody said, I think, that they were going to be splitting it between CBS and Twitch, because I think Twitch also had like online streaming rights to NWSL at some point. But anyway, yeah, it's all apparently all of it's going to be online, so you can watch all of it. Uh, and it's just going to be a month-long tournament, all played here in Utah. Which sounds really exciting, but like I said, there's no fans. You can't go and watch. They won't let you, which is the bummer part, but it's cool. They're doing something. Yeah. But like I said, there's still reports of some players denying that they're going to go, especially women's national team players. Uh, There are some teams that are concerned about their international players coming in um, from out of the country because there are still some teams that don't have all their players like in market. And they just may not come, apparently, if they're stuck outside of the country. Uh, Trump put some kind of travel ban in place. And there was exceptions for a lot of major sports for international athletes returning to play their sports. And as far as I know, MLS and NWSL were not initially included in that. And (laughs) somebody was going to follow up on it. And I haven't heard of any follow up. So MLS isn't guaranteed that like their players are going to be able to travel back into this country if they're out of the country at this Sweet. point. That's cool. Because they're not like a pro sports league or anything in this country. So Nope. Nope. Man. Cool. Yeah. Um heard uh yeah, you know, Deloy, you know, he's had a fun week. <laughs> I honestly yeah. haven't really been following that. I wish I wish I knew more about it. All I know is that he like lied about a bunch of people getting tested. Um, that's all I know. This is all news to me. What happened, Tr- Matt? So I know he has said <laughs> that uh, someone like something like a hundred people have been tested at, in the organization, um, and I haven't heard I haven't heard much as to the veracity of that claim, but. Certainly, uh, with connections inside the organization, it, it becomes easy to see that that may not have been the case. Ooh, interesting. But I'm not, you know, I'm not 100% on that, and, and it's possible that maybe info was out of, out of date. That would be kind of best case, right? I mean, it's <laughs> also possible. People. It's also possible that, like, I mean, I could definitely see that being, like, a lost in translation kind of thing, where... Deloy was like, hey, we need to test people. And then somebody else was in charge of it. And they were like, oh, we've tested, I think, 100 people. Or maybe our goal is to test 100 people this week. And Deloy yeah. just heard 100 people and was like, oh, we've tested 100 people. I mean, you, you know he's I mean? never misspoken before, though. This would be a first. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm making excuses for Deloy because I, I I want to like Deloy. He just makes it so hard sometimes. All yeah. the time. Sorry, not sometimes. What I meant to say is he makes it so hard all of the time. Now, he, he has said this is at least one positive bit of, of this is that uh, 
He will be bringing back on 30 to 40 people into the organization. Um, he was not specific about who or aside from like game day staff um, or if it'd be like employees that were furloughed and are being recalled. Um, certainly, I'm, I'm sure some of it will be that. Um, and, and certainly you wouldn't blame some of those people for moving on to other positions, right? If they get the yeah. opportunity. Yeah, I was going to say, there's, I'm sure there's a lot of people that may not want to go back to a Deloitte organization, but also there just may not be a whole lot of other options right now. Yeah, the sports landscape is uh, bleak, to say the least. Yeah. I think my, my big hope out of all this is it doesn't get more bleak as a result of, of hasty action. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Uh, agreed. So speaking of the Challenge Cup, I know we probably don't have an answer for this, but I wanted to bring something up that I brought up on Twitter the other day. Um, i give you permission. So with the Challenge Cup being in Utah, um, I imagine there's going to be some level of R- not RSL, uh, Royals staff kind of taking charge. I don't know yeah. if it's going to be a league-led thing. I feel like at the very least they're leaning heavily on the Royals organization and Deloitte in particular to like help facilitate all this. Um, are these 30 to 40 people being hired back solely because of the challenge cup? Are they, that's the impression. Actually, yeah. Is it just that Deloitte feels like they're ramping up again or they're getting ready to ramp up and that's why, or is it just simply that we're hosting the challenge cup? So we have to hire back game day staff for that. Yeah. It's hard to say. It's certainly the timing is that the, the challenge cup is coming. Um, we'll we'll see what what that means long term. Yeah, that's the question is long term, I guess. On everybody now, Deloitte did say he uh, he'll be spending something like seven hundred thousand dollars on this operation, um, but he's also apparently said that he expects to turn a profit. So he he may paint this as him being you know good guy Deloitte, and and certainly there's there's an image rehabilitation that I'm I'm sure he's very keen on. Uh, but you know, he expects to make some money on this thing. So, but how much? How much? And this is what I don't know because I haven't really. Again, I don't. I haven't paid enough attention to this. How much of this Challenge Cup is being put on by Deloitte, and how much is it being put on by the NWSL? And they just happen to choose Utah for a bunch of reasons that benefit NWSL. And how much is Deloitte just trying to piggyback off of that? Yeah, I'm sure there's a mix there, right? Um, Everything that I've heard indicates that Deloitte kind of wanted to step up and do this. Right. Um, well, and if you look at NWSL owners, that that you know isn't surprising. He has the resources and facilities to do that. Yeah, um, having people you know training at at the training academy uh, for like um, off season things from European teams has been a goal of his. Obviously, this isn't that but he's wanted to set it up in this way. And I think he's, he wants to do things like that. Well, so, you know. to him for that. That's good. Yeah. But, you know, he does expect to turn a profit. So, yeah, which but, is I mean, not, you know, you can't fault him entirely for that, but it's, it's not like an altruistic thing. Yeah. No, but it, I guess the point I'm trying to get, get at is, if he's going to invest $70 million in the Academy and the, and like all those training fields and all that stuff, I'm glad that it's getting used for something like this. I'm glad that it's here for this reason so that it can be used. 
like that this is all worthy uses of that 70 million dollar investment and if he does end up turning a little bit of a profit on it like fine that's fine yeah um i will give a plug here for the urfc show utah royals fc show yes um with uh our very own special correspondent lucas and uh cindy running that so uh go give that their latest episode a listen it's a reminder for myself too i should (laughs) yeah because this they uh went very in depth in all this and uh i just to repeat what thing rumblings i hear from lucas that's what this podcast is so, yeah unless they he's are... actually on the podcast and then in which case you hear those directly from him lucas is rumblings directly from the mouth of lucas big big rumbler that guy oh yeah um yeah anyway i just want to say you're much better at podcasting than we are so you should definitely be oh wow rude uh but true you're not supposed to say that it's implied (laughs) they're really good at what they do they know a lot of stuff and then i will say they don't have a social hour so instead of like figuring it out as they go like we do they're like reporters but we have a social hour so you can pick we're more easy listening they're more we're like, what's the what's the analogy? We're smooth jazz. They're heavy metal. No, they're they're NPR, and we are. Barstool Sports. Oh, Jesus. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't Sorry. know. They're they're NPR, and we're not. So. Yeah, we're the uh, we're the Lucas late night jazz have... show on NPR. I, I want to make it very clear I that I love NPR. That's not a dig at all. NPR. Well, yeah. uh, of course. Wait. <laughs> Kyle, do you how do you feel about NPR? I don't know. They're okay. okay. Yeah. They're fine. I like their uh I like um what do I like about NPR? I don't I haven't listened to NPR in a long time. So if been, you say oh, car talk, I'll we know how long it's been. NPR, so he doesn't actually know much about it. I was gonna say this American Life, but is that even on NPR? Yeah, that's uh, Iron Glass, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's Iron Glass, but it's not PR, really. right? PR, it's, yeah, uh, that's NPR. Come on. Oh, okay, I like this American Life. That's, it is broadcast like. on NPR. It's true. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I just, you know, I don't listen to the radio. So, mm. you know, yeah. See, I, I, I don't have time. Like two hours when a you day, spend, so. yeah, when I spend literally all day listening to Infowars.com, like I don't know what <laughs> I don't know where oh, I'm just NPR. I'm just kidding. Barstool Sports Infowars. This is uh, going downhill fast. Let's yes, shout out. <laughs> Subscribe to our sister podcast, uh, uh, Info. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, oh man, lies, lies, and more lies. This Funny got, stuff. This got bad real quick. Yeah, um, it's good though. I think this is the end of the podcast, guys. Is it That's, really? We're not gonna like. I mean, find something else to talk about for like twenty minutes. What else is going on? You know? Yeah, nothing. nothing. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, I mean, it's good to see you guys, but like, yeah, good to see you, guys. Um, you know, I, I I hope we have some soccer to talk about soon. I hope it doesn't go incredibly terribly, and I hope it goes well. <laughs> yeah, if it does go terribly, we'll talk a lot about that. I guess regardless, we'll have a lot to talk about. <laughs> I mean, and it's still MLS. Some things will go terribly. Oh, obviously. Oh. Wasn't somebody like after we recorded that last episode? Didn't somebody talk about the quality of MLS on the field with that? Oh, it was Paul Tenorio. 
um, he had a funny tweet. He said, after being reminded of the aesthetics of an empty stadium game, having a hard time believing it will be a good thing for MLS to have empty stadium games at an amateur field at the wide world of sports presented on national TV. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what we were laughing about last time because it's going to be so bad. Because, I mean, it's going to look like preseason, except it's going to have theoretical ramifications that real games do. So Yeah. Wild. Yeah, wild is right. Should we bid adieu? Yeah, I think we should. should I think we have to. Yeah. To dear listener. <laughs> listener singular. Yeah. Well, it's it's more personable if we talk to the listener. Like they're, oh, the, yeah, we yeah, the, fourth, they're the fourth member of the pod. Yeah. All three of you. They I appreciate that we're strategizing about our podcast brand on the podcast mm-hmm. that's fun i have to take this yeah. more seriously this is my job now <laughs> they call this inside baseball right they do they baseball? really do what about baseball yeah. nothing i yeah, good... miss baseball can i say that i know this isn't a baseball podcast we're not talking about baseball but you miss I'm... baseball dude baseball sucks sorry that's fine i don't care if you don't like baseball i'm going to talk about baseball for like half a second what i miss is like you could come home from like work or whatever on any day of the week throughout the entirety of baseball season and turn on the tv at any point and there's a game and i gotta that's why i don't like it it's not a novelty at all it's just like always just like there hey we have a triple header we're playing three (laughs) professional games in the same day against the same team the best part about (laughs) baseball is that you can like pay extra special attention to every single pitch and like every single play and it's all very interesting if you are into it at that level and like paying attention Mm -hmm. to the game at that level but also you can just watch a baseball game for like three innings and then fall asleep for three innings and then wake up and still be enjoying it like you missed half the game and it doesn't matter at all Sounds invigorating. Yeah, I love. Can I can I make a suggestion? Yeah, what? You can always come (laughs) home from work, turn on a Sudoku video (laughs) on YouTube. It's very relaxing. They're invigorating puzzles. Does it put you to sleep though, like with ease? No, it's too exciting. This is the thing about baseball. It is the best. (laughs) thing to fall asleep to like it is so uh, easy to turn on a how game is that, and how is that and fall a good through, quality of a sport it's <laughs> it's not like it doesn't make the sport better like i said like base i'm not saying that baseball is the greatest sport on the planet or that it's unbeatable oh, or anything like that i'm just saying baseball is entertaining and baseball is fun and okay. i get it if that's just me you can disagree i like I'm, I'm i like going to baseball games I think baseball stadiums are really cool. I like. I, I swear we talked about this already. The uh, do we talk about the San Francisco Giants stadium? I went there I last think, summer. I feel I like there, I've heard the story before. I feel like, and then I talked about how center field underneath the scoreboard, there's like this weird little like kind of like a food court, but it's like all like vegan and gluten free stuff. Like Ooh. it's like a full section dedicated. They call it like the Garden of san francisco or something like the bay garden uh, anyway in case you're ever in san francisco and want to go to a baseball game it's actually it was pretty nice and it's beautiful it's right on the water um again 
I don't remember anything about the actual baseball game, and That's I fine. don't. You know, fine. there's they 182 also, games throughout the year. I was gonna you say, don't have why to get any craps so about many individual games. games. Literally a hundred more games than the NBA. Exactly a hundred yeah. more. This is what I'm saying. There's games every single day for like almost every single team. Like 75 percent of the league is playing. And everyone cheats. Everyone's using like AirPods and like uh, <laughs> satellites cameras in center field. Oh yeah. What they should do is just me is just make baseball no rules baseball. There anything goes. You can use any sort of signaling and uh, trash can noises that they're banging on the, in the dugout <laughs> and the planes flying overhead and laser pointers at the baseball batter. <laughs> I think Vince McMahon is probably already working on that. Yeah, okay, a good guy. Anyway, for about a minute, all, and it would be so fun. XLB. Yeah, that's, that's all I got about baseball. That wretched sport. Anyway, when 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 we're all done with this whole thing, Kyle, you want to go to a bees game with me? I would love to go to bees games. I love bees I'll games. Come yeah. Let's let's go to a bees game, guys. I miss bees games. I gotta do some uh, undercover journalism. I'll do some Sudoku puzzles from my seat about a rival sport. Oh yeah. Okay. Let's take a trip to San Francisco too. That could we? Delightful. Yeah. Let's do that. Guys. What's crazy is I really, uh, guys, I have, I'm technically employed until the 12th and then I have some severance. Now oh. would be like the perfect time if I wanted to go somewhere, but I, you know, I freaking can't. I have yeah. all this Delta credit. I have so many tr- Delta miles. I have so many like credit card travel points and I just, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to go get on a freaking plane. Are you kidding me? Unless I'm the only one on there. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. So let me ask you a question, Kyle. What's stopping you from sure. driving out there or to wherever you want to go? If I drive anywhere, it's going to require me staying. I mean, I guess I could camp, but like, um, I don't want to go in. I'm not going in, in any establishments other than like grocery stores when I have to, that's like what I'm doing right now. Yeah. That's fair. Um, I'm just staying. And like, you know, there's a lot of places who are doing like like three cups in a holiday. I went and got some tea from Three Cups the other day. Best gelato. order, on, or they, great gelato. But I order on the app and they bring it outside. And oh, very it's nice! Like a nice outdoor exchange and right um, over by Caputo's over there, right? Right over by Caputo's, yeah. So um, that was all very lovely. But I haven't gone in any. I haven't gone in a single place other than at one Seven Eleven and the grocery store in wow. like months so that's all i'm that's all i'm doing proud of you kyle thank you being trying that's to be fair. safe because i don't want to i don't want to die because i got bad insides you know yeah <laughs> yeah you're yeah. celiac of course i get it i got i got a whole <laughs> bunch of fun stuff but uh yeah so you know can't remember how i got oh san francisco yeah maybe i'll drive somewhere we'll see so you're not opposed to driving like as a form of travel that's what i'm no, doing I okay. Drive wherever. I just don't want to. I got I really lazy at some point. I like flying. That's mm, fair. That's fair. I've got I've got a lot of friends that are like opposed to road trips, just like as a principle, and I don't oh, get it. No. I love. I used to trip. do. I used to do crazy road trips. Like, um, I remember one time I had my buddy and I. We had a Monday off of work, so we left Friday, drove through the night into Montana, and then Canada. And then back to Montana and then home for work on Tuesday. So we had a Friday to like just a nice little Canadian weekend extra day trip, which was uh, I 
don't see myself doing these days, but you know, maybe I'll do it again one time. Yeah, someday. Sometimes one... you just got to drive to Banff on a weekend, you know? <laughs> there was a time in my life when I worked in an office and it was really boring. And what we would do to pass the time, or what I would do anyway, was like plan road trips. And that was one of my like epic road trips that I planned was going from starting here, driving up through, um, what is that park in Montana? Glacier National Park? Glacier. Glacier. Yeah, you should go to Glacier into Waterton. Waterton's the one on the border okay. between, which is part of Glacier National Park, but it's an international peace park because it's technically a national park that's on the border. Waterton Lakes mm. and Waterton, the town, is one of the prettiest places I've ever been in my entire life. And it's uh, there's just like wild bears everywhere, and there's berries and incredible glacial peaks, and just a cute little town on the water, and uh, it's incredible. Sounds very nice. That sounds great. If you, you did you so you ended up going to Banff then on that yeah, trip? so I went up there yeah on that well yeah. on that one we went straight up uh glacier Banff back to glacier and then home but on another okay. one that I did I did this mega loop where we went here glacier Waterton Banff over into Vancouver went yeah. to an RSL game in Vancouver which is oh. the one where Javi Morales scored like a 40 yard free kick we ended up losing but it didn't matter because it was great um <laughs> then into Seattle Portland Oh, uh, not Portland. We didn't go to Portland. Seattle and then home. So a gigantic like balloon loop. Yeah, that great. was kind of what I wanted to do with mine. I wanted to go over to Prince. Oh, I forget the name of the town. Prince Edward Island, Prince Edward Town, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, it's up north on the coast, like a couple hours north of Vancouver. And then there's a ferry that goes from there through all those islands all the way down to Vancouver Island. And it's like a Victoria. Yeah, it's like a two day ferry ride. I guess it's forever. Anyway. Then you get off there, and then I was going to go down to Seattle and Portland, and then from halfway down Oregon, and I don't remember exactly where, but you join, it's not the PCH in Oregon, but it's basically that. There's a coastal highway, and it basically links up with the PCH in California and goes all the way down to, down past LA, but I was going to go to LA and then drive home from there. Yeah, I've done a big, massive road trip. I think I've hit every part of... I've I've driven at different points points the entire western coast. I've been to the far northwest. Um, I, like I did a road trip where we drove straight from I eighty directly out to the coast, like Eureka, and then went all oh, the way yeah. north from Eureka to the very tippy point of of Washington. There's a great um, chocolate shop in Eureka. I <laughs> would love to go back then. Uh, Eureka's a weird little place. Good, good uh, weed town, I guess is what is all it is now. But. Oh. Um, yeah, so I've and then like that was a a road trip where I did all like Eureka all the way up to the far northwest coast, and then another one I've driven from um, Northern California all the way on PCH down to LA, like through Big like obviously San Francisco to Monterey to Big mm-hmm. Sur, um, to Santa Barbara, and then to LA. That that's a incredible drive. So yeah, all of California is a, a very pretty place so it was oregon so it was washington yeah oh but boy driving driving west across i-80 is that that drive just never gets never gets any any shorter does it so here's what i've done in that regard uh is we once took the train to reno uh, rented a car in reno and then drove out to the redwoods and that was perfect that's that's it was an an overnight train just slept for six eight hours it was woke up in reno rented a car yeah 
I love that. That was uh, we wanted to do that for the for a Monarchs road trip this year, this year, last year. I don't know. They're all going together, but yeah, we wanted to. Yeah, exactly. We wanted to do a a train trip out to Reno and go Hmm. watch Monarchs play in Reno. That would be a fun trip and ride a train all the way back. That'd be great. Yeah. All right. Should we uh, should we call time on this podcast? Let's do it. Yeah, Yeah, sure. I'm okay with that. Kyle, any any wise words to end us with? Um, okay, go ahead, Kyle. I was gonna, not going to say anything baseball related. Uh, <laughs> Thank God, I, that'd be boring, right? <laughs> that would be wise words. You know, uh, wear a mask. That you know, if you're going to hang out, with people hang out outside. It's it's really nice out. Wear a mask. Be safe. Uh, what else? Um, watch Succession, great show. HBO Max just released. This is a HBO Max sponsored podcast, so watch HBO Max. Lots of uh, Studio Ghibli films on there. Yes, um, uh, all of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. In case you oh. are one of those people that just likes watching Friends over and 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 over, <laughs> and over, and over again, uh, Friends is on there. Um, I don't know what else, but anyway, those are my wise words. Wise words, indeed. Can I tag on to Kyle's wide, wise words real quick? Please. So I started doing this thing with my daughter last summer, and we didn't really do a good job of it, but I think we're doing much better this summer. Um, go hiking, guys. Like, go. It's yeah. the perfect activity. Right? Well, it's the perfect activity oh, most right. times. To where, I, where I went that day. It's beautiful up there right now. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so we went up to Emigration Canyon, and believe it or not, there's like a million hikes up there. And yeah, it's great. Oh, it's so easy to get out and you should all definitely do it. If you're worried about it, I was talking to a guy um, that <laughs> one of my coworkers, he moved here from Iowa because he wanted to go do outdoor stuff. Hmm. And so he landed on Utah. So he just like picked up and moved to Utah, got a job. And now he does outdoor stuff. Um, hmm. But he'd never really done hiking because that's not a thing in Iowa. And he was worried Hike about like cornfield. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He was worried about like where to start. And I told him, I was like, just go drive towards a mountain. And as soon as the road ends, there's a trailhead. Cause that's true yep. all up and down the Wasatch front. So yep. there's definitely hikes near you. You should go get a hiking buddy and go for hikes this summer guys. It's, it's free and it's nice. Yeah. It's gorgeous too. Yeah. Anyway, that's my parting apps. Go do that. Cool. Matt, the patriarch, give us some words. Um, I don't know. I've got nothing. That was pretty uh, good. Okay. Cool. Just, uh, See you later, guys. <laughs> you know, watch soccer if it happens. Weird. And we'll see. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye, guys. Thank you.